0: Eagle Scout. <laughs> Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning I piss excellence. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of the Internet, planet Earth, and parts, Some might call unknown. We're going back to the World Cup. Oh. Well, yeah, we are.
1: That's it. That's the show. (laughs) Not really, but we're here. All right. We're live.
2: We'll see. We'll see you later. (laughs) I'm going to go play Gran Turismo. Yeah.
1: We're here, we are live on a Thursday, four days after we were last here for the podcast.
2: Yeah, and somehow, I have a personal record of stupid people.
1: At what, nine,
0: right? Nine. I only have three. So. <laughs> I mean, minor, mine's just a little rundown until we get to the last one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, actually, I'm going to change the one piece of news that we have towards the to the very end, because that's going to be the longest piece that we're going to
0: have. Okay, that's fine.
1: Bingo. Okay, so Bang. with that being said, let's roll into stupid people say stupid things. I will start us off, because I believe I only have... Let's see, one, two, yeah, three.
0: My first one comes from
1: Twitter. Well, all three of these actually do come from Twitter. Let me open my down oh, here.
2: Mine are all over the place.
1: My first one comes from,
0: and actually all of these are from the world of soccer. Now that I think about it. Um, I believe I have a couple that are too as well.
1: My first one comes from Paul Carr, who writes for, who now writes for uh, Hold, Please. I already forgot. No, he is the director of of
0: content for True Media Sports. Huh. He does soccer research for CBS and Fox, too. I see. Yeah. So, here's sounds, what...
2: Sounds like a permanent irrelevance, maybe.
1: Oh, God, yes. <laughs> this is going to be a thing. <laughs> I love this. Paul tweeted yesterday <laughs> at about 11.30 Was it yesterday? Yeah, it was yesterday, around 11.30 Um, about... Some stuff happening in the CONCACAF World Cup qualifying match. The final set. Here's what Paul tweeted. Improbable hashtag root for chaos tonight. Oh, yeah. United States loses 7 nothing to Costa Rica. Mexico loses 7-6 to to El Salvador. Costa Rica qualifies in second place for goal differential. The United States and Mexico are tied with plus-six goal differential and 21 goals. The United States advances on head-to-head in third place. Mexico goes hey. on goes to the playoff versus the Oceania champ, which is New Zealand. I just...
2: But, I don't know why anybody would want that, let alone this guy.
1: No United States fan. I mean... I don't know if any fan any CONCACAF fan wants that. Any 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 fan of any CONCACAF team that were in the top four.
2: Maybe Costa Rica fans.
0: Maybe. Well, yeah, they probably would have. Yeah, they would have. But here, Paul is a Loser. You want your team. <laughs> your team to go out and lose their guaranteed spot
1: just to possibly hope that Mexico also loses in this extremely improbable thing against El Salvador, who I believe is ranked like 8,000. That's not true, but...
2: But it might as well be.
0: Let's see. They are ranked currently
1: Seventy-fourth Yikes. That's not as bad as their lowest at 190th back in 06 But yeah. It's
2: not but it's not good. It's not good.
1: Yeah. Why are we? Any anytime I see any of these, oh root for chaos people. It's just like Why? No. Especially when it <laughs> involves you Especially when part of the chaos involves your own team losing your, seven to nothing. Your own team, not just your own team, your own team's worst case scenario. <laughs> I
2: mean, I guess it's not the worst worst case scenario in, in the big picture of, of his whole route for chaos thing. But it's damn close. It's... I guess the worst case scenario would be if Mexico loses and then Mexico beats us.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: In his world.
0: Next one, I gotta find the original, what this original tweet was from. First.
3: Hang on a second.
0: I'm patiently awaiting
3: 8pm
2: so I can figure out what cars we get.
1: This guy this jackass originally applying to Okay. This next one on Twitter c- comes to a reply from ESPN. After, last night, ESPN posted about the United States men's national team qualifying for the 2022 World Cup in Qatar.
0: Okay. Geeklord420 tweets. <laughs> Ratio. right. That's
1: it. Ratio and soccer is only popular in third world countries.. No. Um, by the way, uh, his ratio was very much failed because it got zero likes.
2: I don't know what's worse, getting zero or one.
1: Um, so he and then someone pointed out that soccer is popular in Europe, Asia, Central America, South America, Africa, Nor- and North America. And told him to just stick to watching American football. Yeah. Equal comes back with, Literally all of Central and South America and Africa and Europe are third world countries, bro. And, follows up with, Gotta be racist. And, uh, this guy, by the way, triples. this guy, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, six, six X? on six six times multiplier on doubling down on his stupid
2: six downs
1: six yeah um after saying that all of central america south america and africa and europe are third world countries
2: <laughs> countries
0: yeah he tweets got to be racist Yeah.
2: gotta be some irony in
1: that bro soccer is literally a and at this point nobody was replying to him he was just replying to himself (laughs) which makes sounds like somebody
2: sounds like somebody else that'll appear later
1: which makes it hilarious because he's literally just replying to himself bro soccer is literally a european sport spread to third world countries because of because of colonism. He, it's supposed to say co- colonialism, but he spelled col- that Colonism! <laughs> colonism. It's supposed to be colonialism. Or colonism, even. But no, he spelled that wrong. Soccer is literally inherently racist. Bro, how is soccer not a European sport spread by, by colonism again?
2: Colonism.
1: It was made in China.
0: Oh, God. And then he comes up with something that I've never heard of. Hold please, I gotta actually Google this again. Are you ready
2: for our new cars today?
1: Oh God. Oh, and his final reply to himself. Su Chu is nothing like modern soccer. I don't even like soccer, and I know that.
0: (laughs)
2: Uh, Toyota Prius uh 2000 Renault Clio 03 Audi T2.
1: Pratt. Um by the way, SuChu is literally soccer. Yep. It literally is.
0: Just some of the rules are different, uh, but yeah, but it's basically that. Yeah, SuChu is the original version of soccer. <laughs>
1: and finally none of these people are going to make stupid person of the year at least even though this third guy could just because and this is a troll account I fully know this but anytime (laughs) I see this account pop up on twitter on anything I just want to find the person who runs this twitter account who has this twitter account and I want to punch him in the fucking mouth and then take his phone and any other device that has social media on it and throw it into a fucking wall. This guy hit, pisses me off that much. Because even as a troll account, he just spews idiot. And for those of you, for those of you who don't know what account I'm talking about, I'm talking about the account Three Year Letterman. E. <laughs> He tweet, He he went out searching the United States men's national team. He went out and searched them out. A post about the United States men's national team hosting the 2026 World Cup. Well, the United States of America hosting the 2026 World Cup. And he tweets, It offends me that America, the oldest and greatest country on earth, would agree to host glorified jogging that requires no athleticism. And this is coming from a youth football coaching legend,
0: not some random clown. Loser. 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 I have no words. Loser. This dude is the epitome of a disgrace.
1: I'm just pressing a bunch of buttons on the soundboard to just express how much of a fucking failure at life that individual is. And those are my stupid people saying stupid things. I need beer.
0: I need to take a drink of water here right now because I'm going to be I'm going to be at this for a second. Yes, you are. We're going to start off in the comment sections
2: of the announcement made yesterday that Colin Kaepernick was the honorary captain for Michigan's...
1: Pause pause real quick. Uh Uh-oh. The the guy who was my second stupid people say stupid things, the dude who Um, replied with ratio, he only has one follower on Twitter, by the way.
2: It's probably like his, another account of
3: his. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Colin Kaepernick is going to be the honorary captain for Michigan spring game. He's uh, at practice here for the next couple days. That was announced yesterday. They posted about it. Uh, The comments, especially on the Facebook side, were exactly what you'd expect. We start off with Dan. Oh no. Why do I feel, why do I feel like, I mean, it's not, I don't know this specific Dan, but the, I know a guy with this with the name Dan and that last name. But it's not the same guy. <clears throat> Says must have made an impact. The one photo shows the entire team taking a knee. I
1: saw that on Twitter too. Jesus. There's one, there was one just like that on <clears throat> Twitter.
0: Uh Cecil we honor our flag and national anthem in the big
2: house. Good Lord above. There was uh, also an honorable mention uh, here on the Facebook side for this. Uh, it's <laughs> it's it's
0: sort of stupid,
2: but I, I I okay, I don't even know what this is. Lauren says great choice for honorary captain. I hear Ohio State has Tucker Carlson as their honorary captain.
1: I saw that one too. <laughs> I think actually I saw that because I think you showed it to me.
2: I think it might have I think I was trying to show you a different one. Yeah. Uh but uh that was just on there. Uh Jason, so much for this season. I might not watch a game all year. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Later. All right. <clears throat> now we move on to the ones from
0: the U.S. men's national team qualifying for the World Cup. <clears throat> we'll be out before it starts, says Jeffrey. No. I don't think that's
2: how that works. That's not how it works at all. We'll be out before it starts. Two people liked that. Huh? Two people liked that that comment.
0: I don't get it. I don't know.
2: Nick, in the uh, commenting on the amount of time it's been since the US did qualify for a World Cup, which uh, I have included in the notes, and we will get to later, Uh, in more detail than this. Nick says, don't make me do math. Then he proceeds to do math and says, that is seven years and nine months for you lazy hooligans.
0: Don't make me do math. Offers to do math does does the math
3: for
2: <laughs> over to the twitter side uh, of the kaepernick stuff we have nick who just says guess i'm a state fan oh yes how here long- we go how long how long until he figures out that msu has a black head coach
0: <laughs> like, buddy, I have some bad news for you. Oh, no. Uh, Moving
2: on to the story that was taking the internet by storm while we were live last time around. The Will Smith slap of Chris Rock at the Os- uh, Oscars on Sunday. We... <laughs> Some of these names. What, we had uh, Ce-
0: uh, Cecil earlier? And now we have Agnes.
2: Well, there is a big pot of gold waiting for Chris after f- five days of sellout performances in Boston. Prior to the slap purred around the world at the Oscars, his upcoming show was not selling well. Ticket prices are now up to $1,900 per ticket. Then, this Monday, all remaining tickets were gobbled up, becoming a must-have ticket. It is a financial bonanza for Chris, in all caps at the end. I don't exactly know how Agnes here quite knows whether his show was selling good or not.
1: Uh...
0: Yeah, I... I'm trying to come up with an idea as to how she knows. I don't know.
1: And I got nothing.
2: Uh, This is in the replies to a uh, WTF1 uh, tweet about uh, Netflix's F1 series Drive to Survive.
1: I've not watched this and season.
3: Yet.
2: I haven't watched any of them, actually. Fun fact, um, but it says Drive to Survive's Rotten Tomatoes audience score has gone from eighty-nine percent for season one to seventeen percent uh, for season four. And uh, someone said, not surprised they had one of the best F one seasons, and they focused four episodes on Monaco. A whole episode on Mazepin and on the quote-unquote rivalry between Lando and Daniel, <laughs> and then Ricardo <laughs> Ricardo chimes in. Not that Ricardo, a different Ricardo, <laughs>
1: just a guy named Ricardo,
2: a guy named Ricardo. This is also in all caps, by the way. Story followed by one, two, three. 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 exclamation points. Yes. But you were talking about the greatest driver ever. Dot, dot, dot. Nikita. Followed by one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 2, 10 uh, uh, exclamation points.
1: That's 25 then exclamation, exclamation points.
2: A <clears throat> then a space. Then five more.
1: So 30.
2: Then another space, and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 exclamation points.
1: 46. So he's, 46 of his 140 characters are exclamation points.
2: And he did not use them all. (laughs) How many, wait, I gotta count the letters now.
0: Fifty-three letters. And
2: how many exclamation points you say? Forty six. Forty-six.
0: 46.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh this is over from the YouTube side. Uh this is in response to AEW uh releasing somebody. Uh I I don't really know who it was. Probably like somebody on fucking AEW Dark on YouTube or something. <laughs> no idea who it was.
0: Poolbed
2: says, and by the way, the reason for, the, the given reason by AEW for the, uh, the uh, release here was budget cuts, which of course is the WWE reason that gets eight alive <laughs> every single time they release somebody. Pool Dead says budget cuts are not renewing their contract. Budget cuts or not renewing their contract. This is so hard to read because there's no punctuation at all. Budget cuts or not not renewing their contract, Tony will always get some sort of flack for it. But as long as he does it the right way, then I have no issues. You know damn well (laughs) that if somebody just didn't renew their contract and then the reason was budget cuts... They, they would, them AEW people would eat WWE alive, as they always do. Yeah. You can't, you can't do that.
0: <laughs> Come on. Ridiculous. And now, finally. This one's going to take some time.
1: This man
2: is, uh, is on your screen right now. He is on, he is on my sign this week.
1: Uh, this was a late entry, too.
2: It was a, yeah. It was. I, I woke up to this uh, to this tweet after a nap, might I add. I didn't see this when I woke up first thing this morning. Um,
0: that man, that that thing <laughs> on
1: mm-hmm. your screen
0: right there with a fedora
2: and a suit. I don't know why he's that. It, it doesn't look like it fits him very well. <laughs> You can't see it on your screen, but the picture the picture that he uses on his Twitter is quite hilarious. This is in a way back to the Kaepernick stuff.
0: Because Um Somebody had posted that that uh typical meme
2: of um uh all the you know, Hicks with sunglasses and All the people that look like typical conservative voters, you know? Everybody's seen that. Yep. Some Spartan fan came along and then said, well, this isn't funny anymore or something along those lines. And I simply responded, whether it's funny or not doesn't really make it any less true. And here comes the man himself,
0: Chris Arndt. Whatever his name is.
2: It wasn't clever before, either. Your straw man concept of quote-unquote truth isn't helpful to anyone. Okay. I had to give his Twitter a a, a quick click just because I, I wanted to see what kind of stupid I was dealing with. And uh, and and I'm gonna read you his Twitter bio.
0: Okay, this is
2: at CJ Arnt on Twitter. The first thing that this 30 year old man, at least 30 year old man, puts in his Twitter bio is
0: Eagle Scout on
2: Oneida, Oneida. I don't know, it looks like Orida, the fucking french fry people. Township trustee.
1: Potato company. Yeah. Bidding.
2: Beekeeper. And here's the important
0: bit. Eaton County Parks Commissioner. Political mercenary. And hashtag Art Nation. Uh, he
2: also has a link to uh i don't really know what this is demands.chrisarnt.net i don't know what that profile or what that you know platform is but he writes some sort of political articles on there and it's they're they're hilariously bad which we will get to (laughs) momentarily so first thing i did was was go to go go and read some of his some of his posts okay and the best ones that i found <clears throat> remind you on a on a this is in response to a tweet uh, that had to do with Colin Kaepernick this man back in 2019 wrote an article that says i don't do racial politics
0: and it is hilarious <laughs> but of course you don't You're a white conservative. Of course you don't do racial politics.
2: I actually have to go back and, uh,
0: and find the, uh, um, fucking inauguration. That one, that one's special. How far back do I have to go? Page five? It's around here. Page six? Where are you? Jesus, I went this far back. Page seven? There it is. All right. So this is a man that also
2: wrote an article of why you should vote for Donald Trump in the 2020 election and then continued to list off all the bad things he did, but said he was a changed man and we should vote for him because he's not the first person that's done terrible things that has a position of power. Be, and, but so because he's not the first, that makes it okay. So this is, this is a, a post that he made about Inauguration Day. It says, in principle, I love Inauguration Day as the most immediate proof and acknowledgement of how our republic differs from numerous dictatorships, autocracies, and assorted princi- principalities across the globe. That we enjoy free elections to choose our leaders and the transfer of power from one leader to the next is a peaceful transition of power regularly and lawfully now do you think that was ri- written at the uh, start of 2021 round about the time that trump publicans were raiding the capitol yes. no of course it wasn't oh it was back when donald trump took office in 2016 or 2017 oh oh well, i would have been wrong there and if you and if you go through the, through the uh, tweets of this man, he was a supporter of the January 6th riots there. <clears throat> and so it's just rather hilarious how a, how a person's opinion can change, uh, given who is taking office and who is asking for a peaceful transition of power. Goodness gracious, Chris. So I, I shared a couple of a couple of the uh, the highlights of his uh, his uh, page there, which, by the way, he calls his Thunderdome of Ideas. And I said, "Hey, look, <laughs> this is some hilarious stuff, man. This is great. Like, I love this." And
0: then Friss the
2: Eaton County Parks Commissioner. That is not actually
1: the Eaton County Parks Commissioner.
2: Well, I was going to get to that later, but we could do it now. No, he is not. <laughs> he is on the commission for the Eaton County Parks. Uh, but he is not the commissioner, and he was not elected. He was appointed as a citizen at large. <laughs> oh, I love the internet. Yes, this man that is actually uh, somehow in charge or somehow working in, albeit a small part of the state government with around about 1,400 followers. He doesn't have like a big following, not enough to have his own hashtag of are nation. Yeah. Replies to me with, you will never have enough followers to merit a significant response.
3: <laughs> he retweets people with two or three followers all day long.
1: Those are people who just agree with him, though. So,
3: well, of
0: course,
2: of course,
1: that's the important um,
2: part.
1: <clears throat> I just closed Twitch chat.
2: I had actually found this this part uh, earlier, um, but I uh, think I thought the uh, the stuff that he wrote on his page was a little bit funnier. And a little bit (laughs) more contradicting. But then, (laughs) after he came up with that, fucking Eaton County Parks Commissioners bringing up followers, (laughs) I had to share the fact that he uh, decided it was a good idea to share that he he is listening to the most racist song I
0: have ever heard in my life. on his on his twitter with the n word in it and everything as the title yeah run expletive
2: run (laughs) run slur run that is what this guy shit this is what this guy works in in some some form or over another or some state government man local
1: government (laughs) it's just probably local
2: (laughs) i don't know i guess it is local government but it's in our state yeah yes so he 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 just this and so like you know most of the time you see people you know you, you dig up like old tweets and whatnot where they you know say some racist shit it's like 2012 2013 you know people were i mean it's crazy to think about but people were a lot more comfortable with stuff like that back then now this was uh shared
0: on january 8th of 2020
1: yeah I, I don't from of all places and the band name is the best part about this because i pulled this up
2: i don't so i remember finding out about that song because i searched for skillet one day and that specific song was like the second result that came up i was like huh
1: by Gid tanner and the skillet lickers
2: yes it is incredibly old, and by the way, this was on this was on SoundHound. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that is not
1: even SoundCloud.
2: No, no SoundCloud rappers here.
1: SoundHound.
0: Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. And then the uh, honestly the part that I didn't expect because he just decided not to respond to me anymore, you know, because you know. I don't have enough followers for him. <laughs> he added me to a list on his Twitter and all he had to do. I mean, I think the point is so that I would see it, but if he didn't want me to see it, then I don't know why he's, I don't know why he just didn't make it private. Cause he added me to the, a list that he has with 122 members and two followers. One of them being him. Uh, called permanently irrelevant because I'm so irrelevant that you want to put me in a list to keep track of what I say. Yeah, right, Chris.
0: Right. <laughs> this is stupid. Person of the year
2: material. Loser. And he hardly Loser, said anything. Loser. 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 Loser.
1: Loser. 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 this. Loser. How did this... How Loser. This man not Loser. Loser. Um, loser. The podcast loser. can barely hear you because of loser. how aggressive I am pressing the button. Loser. <laughs> okay,
0: I'm the loser, the loser button. Yeah. I
1: don't just...
0: know. Oh, that that broke me.
2: He uh, he replied to me twice, and is is in stupid person of the year, uh, contention it's unbelievable
1: yeah he very well could win it for you and
2: so i did i did create a list because of course i had to put him in a list as well <laughs> and i have committed to him being the only member ever of this list and that is permanently racist now there are there are plenty of people on twitter that are that are deserving to be in there but nope chris chris that that that's all you, buddy. You will forever be in there until I get sick of looking at your face and and get rid of it. Right. As I look, I'm looking at his face again. Fucking fedora, man. I... Oh my god.
1: Let's move on to the news.
2: I That broke me. That absolutely broke me.
1: It was breaking me every time you were telling me about it. Cause it's, like, it's just such world-class... Stupid. This skill, like this guy.
2: If we didn't look him up and figure out that he actually does work for Eaton County Parks in some capacity, uh, I would think that this man isn't real and is just a troll.
1: But he's real. He's That's why got, I went and like, looked him up. I was like, this guy's got to be so a troll. So many,
2: so many articles. Like back, and they're just—they're all ramblings. They're all terrible. Dear God, the news. So we will start with
1: Formula One here in the news. Formula One announces that Las Vegas will host a race for the first time since calendar year 1982 on a Saturday in November and beyond. It will be a night race, apparently. This will give the United States of America three race dates on the schedule. on the schedule, I'd say calendar, but it is. Yeah. Uh, the other two being Miami and circuit of the Americas. This will tie a record for most races in a season in one country, which is also held by the United States of America. That was that record was set in 1982 with races at long beach, Detroit and Las Vegas. Jordan, are you here? I got,
2: I, I got muted somehow. Oh. Are you ready to hear? Are you ready to hear the start time of that race?
1: I know it's a night race, but give it to me.
2: In our time zone, Eastern Time,
0: one a.m. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: <laughs> i mean mm. i guess it's about it's about what we're used to anyway if we want to you know wake up and watch formula one
3: shanghai
1: it's... yeah shanghai or australia
2: yep we've been there before just not not when the race is in our own country yeah yeah 1 a.m in the east coast okay. um, so i will say hopefully
0: this means that uh the jetta street
1: circuit's gone
2: Well, if you believe the rumors, which I do not, because I don't think there's any way that they take the track that's rumored to be taken off the schedule off of it. The rumors are saying Spa.
0: No way! There's not a chance. It's one of the most historic circuits on the calendar.
3: There is.
2: I mean... Yes, I guess they don't make the money that say this Vegas race or, you know, Saudi or Bahrain or Abu Dhabi does. But I mean, it's like it's like getting rid of Monaco. Like, you yeah. just can't do it.
1: I see I am okay with them keeping Bahrain and I'm okay and okay is a stretch for what for it with Abu Dhabi. I wish Abu Dhabi wasn't the final race of the season and I have that much of a spotlight, but now
2: that this is in November, who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess they probably would have announced that it would be the season finale, but
1: Saudi definitely needs to be gone. That's it. Yeah, for
2: sure. Um, the reason I told you before we were going live here, uh, was that I had Google maps open is because a lot of the European fans were very upset
0: that the U.S. is going to have three race states.
2: Uh, Take a guess as to how far, the the, the farthest distance two tracks are
0: that are on the F1 schedule in Europe. Or just in the the East in general. Because it's not just Europe. The furthest, yes, between two tracks, furthest
2: between two tracks, Australia well, so, and England. so, <laughs> so not okay. No, let me take that back. That like in chronological order, like on the schedule, not like not like you know Silverstone to you know uh
1: Melbourne. Oh um, hmm. hang on, let me pull the schedule up again real quick. It'd probably be Abu Dhabi to melbourne or not abu dhabi um saudi to melbourne this year so the
2: answer the answer in miles is about 1200
0: how far
2: <laughs> do you think miami to austin and austin to las vegas are
1: thousand maybe a little more 1300 13 okay
2: I mean, when you've got a country that's as big land-wise as the United States, like, having three races there really isn't a big deal. Yeah. And the fact that most, most of these F1 fans that are complaining about it don't know that it's already happened.
1: <clears throat> yeah, it also, yeah.
2: I mean, the U.S. is ra- – F1's raced everywhere in the U.S. Like, Long Beach, Detroit, obviously Austin now, Indianapolis. We've, it's been all over the place.
0: I yeah.
2: I don't know. I'm pretty excited about it. Uh the circuit kinda looks like it might suck. Um Yeah,
1: I don't have great things about the circuit. I am excited that we do have a third race here in America. It I sucks think Las big.
2: Vegas, even though it's at one AM, like that's gonna be a really fun race to watch. Yeah. Oh um I guess an honorary mention for stupid people saying stupid things. Uh even though no date has been announced for this race, or at least when I was doing the notes, no date had been announced. Um, somebody uh, tried to say that this race was on
0: Thanksgiving Eve, on a Saturday. That doesn't work. That
1: doesn't. That doesn't check out. <laughs> Not at all.
2: Um, <clears throat> yeah, no. The circuit kind of looks sh- rather shit. But I mean, who knows? With these these new cars, maybe it'll be all right. Maybe, hopefully, a lot of long, a lot of long straights, a really bizarre looking hairpin, uh, almost a corner that like half looks like spoon at Suzuka. It's really strange. Um, but I mean, it's a street circuit. I guess they're working with what they got. But you know, we'll we'll yeah. see
0: how that turns out.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm seeing. 11 turns, 14 total.
0: Yeah. Yup. Two. NAS- NASCAR doubleheader. Put NASCAR on the street circuit.
1: Let's see, you got, let's see, one, two, three. Two long straights, and then a extremely long straight from the exit of turn nine to the entry of turn eleven
0: yeah and yeah, five six looks kind of like spoon A
1: ninety degree for turn nine can't really see turns eleven twelve thirteen because the rendering has a building in the way <laughs>
2: I saw a track map uh. Uh, earlier, that uh, that gave a pretty good look at it, but
1: wow. and then that really goofy hairpin is turn one.
2: Oh no, that's not going to be good. Yeah, what are the odds? What are the odds that everyone makes it through that? Two <laughs> percent. Not good. Not good at all.
1: Move turn. Move turn one. Back into like four as turn four where fourteen is. Make that hairpin be like turn turn two. Fuck, turn two
0: might still be too early. I don't think they make it through
2: that when we get there in twenty twenty three. Yeah. Some racing things that are happening in twenty twenty two, then this happened last week. Uh but yeah, I forgot to put it with this forgot one. to put it in the notes. And that is that NASCAR is going to Le Mans with the uh, Garage 56 entry. Uh, so they're just basically kind of rolling around. Uh, they're, not really, they're not really racing like the rest of, the rest of them. It's just more like, a, like an experimental type of, of thing. I mean, this, this Garage entry always has been. Uh, this is a partnership with Hendrick Motorsports and Chevy. <laughs> and... Uh, it's it will be a variation of the next gen car. I'd imagine they throw a wing on the back of it and do they some other to. trickery, other trickery to it. Oh, I can't imagine a NASCAR stock car just rolling around Lamar <clears throat> with just that spoiler, like that we have now. Ain't <laughs> no way. They got to throw a wing on that thing. Uh, will have drivers to be named at a later date. Um, most. Drivers seem to be happy about this, except the few. Denny Hamlin's not thrilled. Why? <laughs> Although
1: Denny, uh, he's uh, thrilled by anything.
2: No, he's he's kind of he's kind of been in a shit mood lately because he's like twenty second or twenty first in points or something.
3: <laughs>
2: um, something to do with the fact that he wanted it to be he, he's pissed that it's just a Chevy thing. Oh Jesus. He, like he thought that we should try and send three different garage 56 entries, which is not possible. That's
1: that's not how it works.
2: I I don't know. There was somebody else. I think Kyle Busch was pissed about it. Uh, it, it, it. It is a weird thing. We'll see how this goes. Um, and I'm curious to see who they pick as like drivers. I don't know um, if it interferes with the NASCAR schedule at all. So I don't know if we're going to have, like, NASCAR drivers in that car. That'd be cool to see.
0: Um, Um, Hold, please. uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Trying to figure out. 24-hour Le Let's see. That falls on June 11th and 12th which is a what? Saturday, Sunday. Eek.
2: <clears throat> so now the NASCAR schedule. That's what I'm pulling up now.
1: Um, NASCAR Cup Series schedule. Don't want to learn. May. June. Oh, June.
2: wait, that's July.
1: June. Sonoma. June 12th will be at Sonoma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, to- the save mart 350 at sonoma
0: i love sonoma um yeah that might be a tricky one i mean like when when does uh, when does the 24
2: hours end
1: uh hold please
2: probably not enough time f- to fly from france to sonoma california
1: probably not
0: Although, I mean,
2: okay, so here's the thought. You have some NASCAR drivers in there that have to go back, but don't have them finish it.
1: Yeah, I guess.
2: Send them back. I mean, because that race starts at uh, 4 p.m., the Sonoma one does. Yeah. So... I mean... Yeah, that, yeah, I mean, they can make that work, I think. That's a possibility. Yeah. <clears throat> But yeah, no, it'll be uh, that'll be an interesting thing to see. I mean, that that <laughs> seeing a stupid, dumb, heavy NASCAR stock car rolling around to <laughs> Taylor Sarth is gonna be really interesting. Um, I I, I can't wait to see that they, they may even try that thing. They gotta put a big ass wing on that thing.
1: Trying to see if they um images, they're.
0: I don't think they've released
2: the exact car yet.
1: Let's say, this is just some fucking re- mock-up rendering, and it's hilarious.
0: What's how bad is it? Hang on. Please hold. <laughs> I'll send it to you, and then I'm also going to throw it up on the podcast. Oh, God.
2: If it looks ridiculous, it almost makes me hope that that's what it's going to look like.
1: Okay, send it to oh, you. Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. boy. And then I'll throw it up here on the podcast. Uh, let's see. Image. We're just going to call that image because it's going to get deleted here momentarily. That's just a fucking car. Yeah, they're calling that a rendering. I mean, the wing at the back is a little bigger. Well, that's just a that's just a Daytona wing. Like, there's no way it's just that.
2: That's not even a, a wing. That's just a that's yeah, just, just a, a spoiler. straight spoiler.
0: There's no way.
1: Oh,
2: that's no. that's just a that's just like a regular Daytona spoiler with the clear bit at the top, so they so it doesn't obscure the mirror.
1: Like, there's no way it's just that.
2: I would doubt it. God, stock cars look weird with uh, uh. Numbers in a box.
1: Right. Okay. (laughs) Let's move on.
2: Goodness gracious. That is that isn't I I hope that's not it. Yeah, rendering for illustration purposes only. Final race car design will be unveiled at a later date. Yeah. Thank god. (laughs)
3: Let's
0: move
1: on.
2: Oh, watch it be that though.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh.
2: Oh boy. Okay. Yeah, this this news came out of left field.
1: Bruce Arians has retired from coaching and will take a role in the front office of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Defensive coordinator Todd Bowles has been promoted to head coach signing a five-year deal for numbers.
2: I don't think that was disclosed, at least when I looked it up.
1: Okay, that's um, fine. I'm not going to bother.
2: <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, this is what? This is the second time that Bruce Arians has retired? um and this one really came kind of out of nowhere like what a wild offseason for the Buccaneers like what a wild last few months I mean you had the Antonio Brown nonsense then Tom Brady retires Tom Brady unretires and now you lost your head coach and you're stuck with Todd Bowles who I mean let's be honest anybody could coach that team and they'll be fine but Todd Bowles was a failure of a head coach, I believe, with the Jets. So I mean, what can we expect from that? <clears throat> we'll see how important Bruce Arians was to this team, if he was important at all. Uh, cause I, I have no faith in Todd Bowles to coach a whole team. But I mean Bucks they're still they'll be fine still. They still got a good team around them. I don't think I don't think whoever they they, they could they could uh, steal Jeff Fisher away from the Michigan Panthers, have him coach the team, and they'd probably be fine.
1: Watch uh, Tom Brady re-retire now.
2: <laughs> that would be, oh god, <laughs> retires, unretires, and then retires again in like a two-month span.
1: Yeah, that'd be I mean that that'd be brutal. I mean, I don't have much else to say about this. The
2: It'd be brutal for Bucks fans. For the rest of us, it'd kind of be hilarious.
1: Yeah. I don't really have a lot, a lot else to say on this. No, I mean, we'll see. We'll
2: see how this, how this affects them. Um, I mean, this doesn't sound uh, from the, report, the, you know, the, the noise the reporters have been making after the fact that this was something that came out of nowhere. So it sounded like something that was in the works. I think they were, uh, uh, Bruce was concerned about uh, some NFL rule That was, um, potentially stopping this from happening, which I don't really know what that would be. (laughs) Um, and so well, the Buccaneers signed a black head coach anyway. Uh, so this really doesn't matter a whole time. Uh, but they were not, um, required to comply with the Rooney rule, uh, because the, uh, coaching hire came after March 1st. Okay. But it doesn't really matter because, I mean, that the the whole point of the Rooney Rule is to have what what it, uh, what happened without it. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's about all I got on that. Uh, we'll see what happens with the Bucks. I don't think it's going to affect them a, a, a lot at all.
1: No, let's move on. Um, you want to take this piece, or you want me to?
2: Um. Well, I guess I will because, I mean, the team that's involved. (laughs) Um, Former Seattle Seahawks linebacker Bobby Wagner, who was uh, released uh, just after the Russell Wilson trade, uh, signed a five-year, $50 million deal with the L.A. Rams as they continue to get better, uh, make that defense even better than it really already was, even though they didn't play like it at some times this season. Uh, Bobby isn't young by any means. I don't know how old he is. Um, but I don't think I mean he's still got he's still got games left in him, so
1: he is thirty uh
2: uh so I mean it's not that bad. I mean a five year deal is a bit much. I mean you talk about him being thirty six when that deal ends and for a linebacker that's that's pushing it. Um But we shall see. I know he I think he's got at least a couple good years left in him. Yeah. He was still really good when he was playing for the Seattle Seahawks, so
1: um This Divorce here between Bobby Wagner and the Seahawks was messy. Very. If you believe all the reports where Bobby Wagner was not informed that he was getting cut.
2: I mean, I believe it. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: he found it on, like, social media. He fucking, he heard it through a report from, like, Adam Schefter that he was going to get cut, and then he he got the call. Damn. Like, Bobby Wagner played 10 years with the Seahawks. It was one of their best defensive players. And... He's
2: a member of the Legion of Boom.
1: Yeah. And, yeah. It was kind of a messy... Messy little divorce here. And... I think it's hilarious that Bobby Wagner's staying in the NFC West.
2: Yeah, that's funny. Uh, apparently, he is from L.A., uh, so I guess the, the move to the Rams does make, Makes make sense. sense to him. Uh, yeah, that is interesting that he will play uh, against the Seahawks, and I'd say 90, 90% sure he'll probably beat the Seahawks. Both times. I mean, we don't know, even know who's going to be quarterback in that team right now. So interesting, interesting. I would not want to be a Seahawks fan.
1: No. No, rough times for Seattle. They are full, full rebuild, and they're just they're burning bridges too.
2: <laughs> yep.
1: Let's move not on, not with Russ,
2: not with Russ, but uh, Bobby Wagner for sure.
1: Yeah. Let's move on. The New York Yankees general manager Brian Cashman cites the Houston Astros cheating scandal as one of the reasons for their 12 year championship drought
2: well first off I I mean I get that it's the Yankees and they think that they should win the title every year but the fact that he has to explain himself because they haven't gone to or uh, won a World Series since 2009 is a bit comical yeah uh, what is even more comical is that, I mean, so what? What happened the other eleven years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, or or and even then, better. Go ahead. Oh no. Well, I was I was gonna say like, uh, d- didn't the Yankees get caught up in some cheating stuff that same season? I believe so. And I don't remember the exact quote, but he said it it basically called it a travesty, one of the worst things that's ever happened in our sport, which I mean, I do agree with, but not from the point that, oh God, the Yankees got screwed. Like, what, am I supposed to feel bad for you?
1: Cleveland got screwed in that same fucking season.
2: I feel worse for Cleveland and that's saying something. Like,
1: (laughs) anytime the Yankees get brought up in conversation as to why they don't succeed once they get to the playoffs. I always just say they have one of the smallest ballparks in Major League Baseball.
2: That right field porch is something else.
1: That they play at for 81 games a year. Yep. And they do win most of their home games.
0: More
2: often than more seasons than not, yes.
1: They more often than not win most of their home games well over half of their home games and they just like the big 10 like big 10 basketball doesn't transition well into the tournament the yankees don't transition well into the postseason having to play in baseball stadiums with real dimensions
2: (laughs) yeah that park is comically small uh right field's a joke even center field's a joke yeah. Like, why do you think? Why do you think the Yankees, like any time the Tigers have seen them in uh, in seasons since like two thousand six, the Yankees have never beaten us in a series. And why do you think that is? Because Comerica Park is an absolute monster. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I I don't, I th- that really is a lot of the reason why. I mean, they're good at. Playing at home, and then they're okay playing any, everywhere else.
1: Let's see. Left field is 318 feet. Left center is 391, or 399. Center field is 4, straightaway center is 408. Right center 385. Right field 314.
2: Major League right field line is 314 feet away.
1: At Yankee <laughs> Stadium. And it's
2: not even, it's, it's not a big wall. Like, I think the green monster down the line is probably a shorter distance. But, yeah, then the wall's, like, 30 feet high. Yeah. So, you still got to crush a ball to get it over. There, it's just, I don't know. I don't get it. I
1: Sneeze and the ball's going to go over.
2: Pretty much how it goes. And they've been bitten by home runs. I mean, even going back further to 2009, like, uh Anywhere in the two thousands, I mean, they got bit a couple times by by home runs by the opposing team over that wall.
1: Yeah. Anything
0: else it's, to say about me. that? Like,
1: it's just anytime this gets brought up as, well, the Yankees haven't won in twelve years. Like,
2: yeah. Oh wow, I'm so sorry for you.
1: And part of it's that, and the other part is like, yeah, because they go play anywhere else like their road record is not
0: good
2: no it usually isn't it's it's terrible oh I didn't even see this next piece of news what the hell
1: is this you haven't seen this no (laughs) oh it's great I'll read it since you haven't seen it oh no the New Orleans Saints have signed former Bengals and Bears quarterback and perennially Awful quarterback, Andy Dalton to a one-year, six million dollar deal. Three million of that is guaranteed. And all this, Andy Dalton through all of this, Andy Dalton is most likely going to be the backup to Jameis Winston. Taysom Hill will be flexed out to a wide, a tight end slash wide receiver. And oh, that's
2: actually that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. and you can still, I mean, use him as like a
0: wildcat quarterback. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Uh yeah. Oh boy. Andy Dalton.
2: Bouncing around and bouncing around now. Third team, I guess fourth team in the last four years. What? Bengals, Cowboys, Bears and now uh and now Saints.
1: Yeah. I yeah, I actually forgot to throw Cowboys in there.
2: Yep.
1: He only played one game for Dallas after Dak got hurt and then he got
0: dead. Yeah, and then he got he got murdered, yeah.
1: Yikes. Yeah. This is going to be the remainder of Andy Dalton's career where it's just one- to two-year deals everywhere he goes.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't think he can ever probably be a starter again unless he has some sort of, like, late career resurgence somehow, kind of like a Ryan Fitzpatrick. But Andy Dalton doesn't have a cool nickname, so... Don't see that happening.
1: (laughs) And Andy Dalton's just not good.
0: There is that fact, too. Well, he... He's just not. Good God above. Anything else to say on this? Andy Dalton sucks. Fair enough. That is true. You want to take this next piece? Oh, boy.
2: This one is... I didn't, think, I didn't think we'd ever see this happen.
1: No, neither did I.
2: Even though everyone wanted it, except apparently three teams. Yeah, uh, three
1: teams that didn't want it.
2: I don't know, but there were three teams that did not vote for this to pass. I would assume Kansas City is one of them. Because this, Because this rule, if it were in place last season, definitely would have affected them the way that game was going. The NFL will change its overtime rules so that both teams will get the ball in overtime, but only for the playoffs, which is really all it needs to be. Yeah. <laughs> like, the chances of a game going to overtime and you getting screwed because you don't get a pos- getting a possession, and then that, that result, screwing you out of a playoff spot, is so small, and it's really not I don't. I, I doubt we'll probably ever see it. Um, this definitely for the postseason. I'm fine with it just being for for the playoffs. That's yeah. that's fine with me, and it's very good because I mean, y- you look back and wonder like what sort of wild finish we could have had to the uh, Chiefs Bills game if this rule were in place last year. I mean that game's already like a classic, but. Uh, it's, it would have been even
0: crazier if the Bills got the ball back. Now, a second, there was some comical stat that I saw. Um, oh, no. Where was it?
1: Um, The 12 games, 12 games that have been, have gone to overtime in the postseason, seven of those 12 were won on the first possession.
0: I mean, it's
1: too many. <laughs> I mean, two. I mean, sure. Two of them happened to the Chiefs. They were uh, the Chiefs were on each end of that spectrum,
2: right?
0: They still probably voted no. Let's See, here are the three teams: three teams, Bengals, Vikings, Dolphins. What? Huh? Why? Did the Bengals get
2: lucky in overtime at one point last season?
1: Not in the postseason.
2: Not in the postseason, and then in the regular season, didn't they lose in overtime to Green Bay?
1: Yeah. I mean, that wasn't on the first possession. That was just...
2: That was a clusterfuck of missed field goals. Yeah, the
1: the, the Vikings and Dolphins, Huh? Why wouldn't
2: Minnesota want that? I mean, I guess they're not, they're not going to make the playoffs, so I guess that's
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> there is that of just them not making the playoffs. I mean,
2: Kirk, if I die, I die cousins. He'll probably make me eat those words and lead the Vikings to an undefeated season now.
1: Uh, probably Kirk, not.
2: <laughs> Captain Kirk Captain Kirk Cousins MVP. <clears throat> Doubtful. Very.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, this is, I'm glad this is something that, it, at least for overtime, I do hope it possibly leads to the regular season.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely would like to see that happen, but if it doesn't, I mean, at least when the games matter most, that, that it is a
3: yeah, like when it's
2: like when it's like season on the line you know and you don't your offense doesn't even get to touch the ball like that's that's the worst
1: yeah and finally for the news oh boy unless you have anything else to add with that because i i do not finally for the news i led the show off with it in the intro and it's fitting that for the most part we are ending the show with it The United States men's national team secures their first World Cup appearance since 2014. As of this moment, that is 2,831 days, 7 years, 274 days, 403 weeks and 3 days, or, if you like, hours, 68,000, approximately 68,000 hours.
2: It is... uh... It'll be sixty-nine thousand at some point tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. I think it was about thirty-six hours short of sixty-eight
1: thousand. And hang on a second. I wanna pull up how the US got here. I had it up and I accidentally Oh boy. I accidentally lost I closed that tab after the eight thousand tabs that I had thought
0: it was uh 9 million
1: not yeah it was it was a lot a lot
0: a lot da, 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 da. there we go come on ESPN Men's team. Come on. Come on, there maybe. I can't. Okay, so
1: back whenever this was, they had a 0-0 draw against El Salvador. One one draw September fifth, two twenty twenty one against Canada. They beat Honduras four to one in September eighth, twenty twenty one. Move on to October seventh. They beat Jamaica two nothing. They lose to Panama. First loss, uh, 1-0 on the 10th of October. They beat Costa Rica 2-1 October 13th in Columbus. And then, very famously, on backdoor cover, back November 12th, at Cincinnati TQL Stadium, Dos Acero against the United States. Mexican men's national team 2-0 United States Sent Eltree Home Packing 1-1 draw November 16th against Jamaica Slightly dis- uh, Not slightly, just a Disappointing performance having to travel To Kingston, it, it is hard to travel In CONCACAF As you look at the United States, a lot of their Losses or worse performances did come on the road 1-0 win against El Salvador and Columbus again. Tim Hortons Field, this one, this one hurts. Tim Hortons Field, they in Canada, they lost 2-0. That propelled Canada to winning, or to finishing first in CONCACAF qualifying. The game, February 2nd against Honduras at Minnesota, they in a just absolutely terrible weather, in a blizzard, they won 3-0. At at Azteca against Mexico, they get a 0-0 draw, one of the most important results of qualifying because it then paved the way for the final two games and the octagonal, octagonal, Jesus Christ, the (laughs) the fact that that's what CONCACAF calls it for the final round of just eight is the octagonal is just terrible. Words are
2: hard but that is very dumb wording.
1: Octagonal, yeah. They yeah. Ma- March 27th last week on this happened on the podcast in Orlando at Exploria Stadium, home of the Orlando City
0: Soccer Club. United
1: States 5 with a hat trick from Christian Pulisic. Goals from Jesus Ferreira and Paul Paul Areola. Areola. 5-1 over Panama. And then we move on to yesterday at Estadio Nacional de Costa Rica and San Jose, Costa Rica. Costa Rica won 2-0. It's a tough result to swallow. I mean, you look at big picture, though, the U.S. is in. That's how we got where right. we are.
2: Yeah, I mean, you could tell you could tell all the players were definitely disappointed in that result, but uh, at the end of the day, it didn't matter uh, a whole ton outside of you know just feeling good. Uh, but you, you want to th- make you in...
1: want to be the first team to win in Costa Rica. The United States is zero wins, two draws, nine losses in Costa Rica now. Right. Hey, you want to be the first team to win. But it's just not an easy place to go win. Um, against a team that is on paper not as good. And you look at the world rankings. Uh, today's wor- newest world rankings came out. United States, and we'll talk more about those here in a few moments because I do want to look at World Cup qualifying as a whole. Um, the United States finished finished the qualifying cycle at 15. Costa Rica finished ranked 31st. Um, Costa Rica is just not the super elite team, but they just, at home, they play tough. In the United States, yeah. all they needed to do was not lose six, nothing against the team in Costa Rica that they've only scored 13 goals four no 14 now. And two of those 14 came in qualifying came
0: yesterday.
2: Not, not great. <laughs>
1: they just don't give up goals.
2: Right. I mean, that's that's an important part too.
1: Yeah.
0: So, we got that um Anyone wants anything else on that? Go check my Twitter
3: from all of last night.
2: <laughs> when I when I loaded up the podcast Twitter cuz the podcast Twitter follows like five people. <laughs> that was all I saw. It
1: was all of mine. <laughs> yep. About two out three hours worth of tweets about the United States men's national team. Yep, that was pretty much it. Do you have anything to add on the United States men's national team before I get into the World Cup as a whole?
2: Well, it's about damn time. Let's not miss it again. That was that was some rather uh some rather shitty times. Uh, you know, not being there uh you know four years ago so yeah let's just not miss that
1: again that'd be great so we don't have to worry about it next year
2: yeah this this is
1: good well not next year uh in 2026 next cycle is gonna do, be pretty yeah. uh next cycle is gonna be pretty tame for the united states i would imagine so get a lot of we get a lot of tough, good tough friendlies in an in international competition um world cup as a whole Here are the teams that have qualified. So far we have 12 from Europe out of the 13. Those teams are Germany, Denmark, Belgium, France, Croatia, Spain, Serbia, England, Switzerland, the Netherlands, Poland, and Portugal. Still in contention contention for that last spot are three teams. Um, The playoff was postponed until June because of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Here is the semi-final for the playoff to get that final spot. Scotland versus Ukraine. The winner of Scotland and Ukraine will play Wales for the final spot in Europe for the 2022 World Cup. That again, those, those two matches again take place in June. We'll get to some, team, some notable teams that missed the World Cup here at the end of this portion. From South America, the four qualified, four guaranteed qualifiers, Brazil, Argentina, Ecuador, Uruguay, still in contention is Peru. Peru will play the winner of Australia or the United Arab Emirates. That game takes place
0: June 7th.
1: Move here to CONCACAF, North America, and the Caribbean. As I've mentioned, all th- I've mentioned pretty much all three of these teams here. The three guaranteed <laughs> qualifiers, Canada, Mexico, the United States, still in contention because they finished fourth on goal differential. Costa Rica. Costa Rica will face off New Zealand against New Ze- Zealand in the Intercontinental Playoff for a berth in the World Cup. June something, June something. They don't. The, a date has not been confirmed for that. Move over to Africa. The five guaranteed qualifiers, and there are only five guaranteed qualifiers, or five qualifiers from Africa. Ghana, who, which means we're gonna, the United States going to see them, which is guaranteed. Death taxes and play in playing Ghana. <laughs> Senegal, Morocco, Tunisia, and Cameroon make it out of Africa and Asia, the five that have gotten the five guaranteed qualifiers in Asia are Qatar as the host, they automatically get in.
0: (laughs) The Islamic Republic of Iran
1: got in South Korea, Saudi Arabia, and Japan are your five out of Asia. Still in contention, as I've said, Australia and the UAE, Australia and United Arab Emirates will play in a one-off match in Qatar, in Doha, on the seventh of June. The winner of that advances to play an intercontinental playoff against Peru, uh, the fourteenth of June, I believe, fourteenth or fifteenth of June, as I already mentioned. And in the Oceania region, they only get one team, and it's not even a guaranteed spot, which is brutal. (laughs) New Zealand won the Oceania region. They played teams like uh,
0: the Solomon Islands. Yay. Elite powerhouse. New Caledonia.
2: The best of all time. Fiji. Gambia. They make water.
1: Oh, Gambia! Gambia was a uh, international friendly. I'm sorry. <laughs> Papua New Guinea.
0: Oh man.
3: Yeah. Wait, did you...
1: Fiji, did you just say, they make water? Yes. <laughs> it took a second for me to... for that to process in my brain.
2: Yep, they make, uh, they, they bottle up some water, sell it for $5 a bottle, you know, or just some company claiming that the water's from Fiji, even though you, who knows if it actually is.
1: That's that's hilarious. They make water. They make water. They make water. So.
2: They actually make it. In a a factory.
1: (sighs) Yeah. Some notable teams that did not make it. Out of Europe. Italy.
0: RIP. Makes it even worse for Italy. They only lost Mm. one game. Hmm. In their qualifying
1: circuit, in this qualifying cycle.
2: Hey, at least for Jeff, I mean, Canada's there.
1: Yeah. Well, it was one game in the qualifying cycle, and it was the playoff game against North Macedonia.
2: What's up, Dolce? He's probably, uh, probably trying to uh, uh, t- uh, run, run away with my shoe. Right. Even though it's just through the screen here. Right. Every t- every time I'm over there.
1: Takes my dog takes the shoe away. Um yep. Yep. Italy does not make it. Even though with the one loss they had a shit ton of draws and only like two wins. Oops.
2: Not, <laughs> not the best way to not make it.
1: Yeah, Italy's falling on some hard times. Move on, we'll go down to South America. The notables from South America. Colombia and
0: Chile I like Chile. uh
1: the african uh combo not combo um whatever it's called
0: <laughs> i can I can't remember what they actually call theirs. I will one hundred percent admit it. thing they call um, it a thing
1: yeah the The big most notable one from Africa is Egypt not getting in Mosala and Egypt not getting in
2: yeah you do you would like to see Mosala
1: which I mean we'll talk about that
2: um oh I, I, at least I will
1: talk about that here in a little bit that's like that's the biggest one is Egypt not getting in. I mean, the Ivory Coast hasn't been great anymore since um, Didier Drogba is no
0: longer playing.
2: Unfortunately, no, he's not.
1: Other than that, like that's the Egypt's the most notable uh, out of Asia. It's kind of just I don't really think there's anyone out of Asia
0: that. Didn't make it. That wasn't um expected to make it. Hmm. I just lost my. I lost the the link. Hold please. In your nine million tabs. Yeah, because <laughs> I closed out of it. Yeah, I uh, I closed out of it. I'm trying to think who is in the um, let's see yeah that's pretty much Iran yep yeah, they made it South Korea made it UAE's playing in a um, qualifier qualifier
1: you already get. You already lose one guaranteed spot because Qatar gets the uh, automatic, and then Japan and Saudi Arabia made it. So like no one really out of the. I mean Australia is in the qualifier, is in a playing game. So that's a little bit of a shock. They have made it a few more times over, like Saudi Arabia or Saudi Arabia, <laughs> <laughs> and well. Oceania is the Oceania region.
2: Uh, off the top of your head, do you know what uh, Qatar is ranked?
1: I have it right here. Beautiful. Uh, fifty first.
2: That's higher than what I was expecting.
1: Yeah, we'll talk about FIFA World Rankings in a second, um, because those do kind of come into how the Pots for the draw, the World Cup draw, are uh, set, which will be tomorrow. We'll talk about the pots. Pots one through four. Pot one, you have Qatar. Um, pot one contains the host, along with the seven best teams, according to the newest FIFA World Cup or FIFA World rankings that were published on Thursday, which was today. Pot one has Qatar. Belgium, because I'm trying to say Brazil and Belgium at the same time. Belgium! Belgium. Or Belzil. Uh, Brazil, Qatar, Brazil, Belgium, France, Argentina, England, Spain, Portugal. Uh, pots two... Th- pots two and three are filled in order of FIFA World Ranking. Uh, a pot four, however, is... Um, set with the lowest, five re- lowest ranked nations along with the winners of the three remaining playoff games so pot two has Mexico the Netherlands, Denmark, Germany, Uruguay Switzerland, the United States, Croatia this is important because now the US doesn't have to play Me- uh, Mexico again or they don't even have to play Canada which we'll talk about in a moment if we'll get to them. Pot three has Senegal, Iran, Japan, Morocco, Serbia, Poland, South Korea, and Tunisia. Pot four has Cameroon, Canada, Ecuador, Saudi Arabia, Ghana, Wales, or the win or Scotland slash Ukraine, Costa Rica or New Zealand, or Peru and Peru or Australia and the UAE. One team from each pot will be in each group. Five of the eight groups will have a maximum of two European teams since 13 qualify. Other than that, there can be no more than one team from any other confederation. Meaning the United States cannot be drawn against Canada or Mexico. Brazil can't be drawn against uh, Uruguay or Peru or Argentina for the group stage.
0: Oh, damn.
2: Match with Canada might be fun. We could see him in the knockout round.
1: We could. Uh, Tomorrow on my Twitch channel, I will be doing a watch party and reaction to the World Cup draw. The draw is tomorrow at 12pm Eastern Standard Time. And, as Jordan asked, here are the FIFA World Rankings for every team that is still in contention. This includes the teams that are in playoff games. Brazil is at 1, Belgium 2, 3 is France, Argentina 4, England 5, Spain 7, Portugal 8, Mexico 9 after their win yesterday against El Salvador. Denmark, or Netherlands, the Netherlands are at 10. Denmark with their feel-good story of Christian Eriksen back is at 11. Germany is 12, Uruguay 13, Switzerland 14, the United States is at 15. Croatia is 16 at 18. We have Wales. They are in their playoff game at 20. We have Senegal 21 Iran 22 Peru. They are in their playoff. They have a playoff game. Japan's 23 Morocco's 24 25 is Serbia 26 is Poland 27 is Ukraine playing game with their playing game 29 is South Korea 31 is Costa Rica. 35 is Tunisia. 37 is Cameroon. 38 is Canada after their loss yesterday. 39 is Scotland. They have a playing game. 42, Australia playing game. 46 is Ecuador. 49 is Saudi Arabia. 51 is Qatar. 60 is Ghana. 68 is the United Arab Emirates. And 101st ranked New Zealand has their playing game against Costa Rica. I'm kind of happy
2: that I'm not doing uh a try to win the world cup challenge with the worst ranked team in the world cup uh thing with FIFA this year. I did that uh for I think the last one,
1: 2018.
2: Yeah. Uh it didn't go well. I might try it this fall. I think I think Russia was ranked worse Probably. than cuz they were they were hosting it, weren't they? Yeah. <gasps> Well,
0: were probably we're guaranteed,
1: worse. The guaranteed lowest is 60. You have a potential of 68 or 101.
2: I've, I don't remember what their ranking was, but it was in, it was in that realm, I believe. believe. They were shit. I believe the highest ranked player on the team is at 68 overall.
1: Also, uh, Russia is banned from the competition.
2: Uh, beautiful. Beautiful
1: should i should make that known they would they didn't miss the competition because they suck they just outright banned
2: so is this a uh result of the invasion or is it a result of them uh and their shitty practices when it comes to doping and what seems like all sports
1: uh invasion
2: Ah. if i remember either one of those either one of those would have been fair points
0: Uh, Let me check.
1: Yep. Suspended participation of Russia. Not just in FIFA competitions, in all UEFA competitions. Oh, boy. Yeah.
0: So, that's it.
2: That's, that's That's the news. That is the news
1: let's move on to,
2: and we're done with the news under the two hour mark
1: yeah and we're gonna be done with the show under the two hour mark most likely i would assume so champ and chump we don't have anything else um i have two champs one is more fitting than is much more noticeable much bigger
0: reason than the other okay My first is the United
1: States men's national team for doing the redemption story of this team. And there wasn't a lot of players on, there's only, I believe four players on this roster that were not, or that were on the roster in 2018.
2: That's probably about right. I mean, we got a really young team right now. Yeah.
1: The, Turnaround redemption of this team, though, uh, Greg Berhalter. Even though I don't agree with some of his decisions, uh, has turned this team around from what it was under Bruce Arena. So they and, are my first chump of the week. However, my and
2: Jurgen Jurgen Klinsman as well.
1: <laughs> Jurgen Klinsman won games and did things.
2: Yeah, but he. I mean, he wasn't good either.
1: <laughs> my, however. Most of the my true chump of the week or champ of the week, not chump of the week, a true champ of the week is Denmark soccer player. He also plays for Brentford in the Premier League right now. Christian Eriksen. I just talked about him a couple minutes ago during the UEFA Euro twenty twenty match. Well, during the twenty twenty a match for. Euro 2020, but because of COVID, it had to be played in 2021. So, not quite a year ago. Nine months ago, Christian Erikson collapsed on the field after a cardiac arrest. He was given cardiopulmonary res- resuscitation and eventually was fitted with a implantable
0: cardioverter defibrillator. Heavy shit. He returned on Monday, if I remember correctly, and played his first game back since
1: that occurrence, March twenty-sixth. Hold please. Let me see what one
0: hell of a road back.
1: March twenty-sixth. Okay, so it was actually last Saturday. Felt like it was. Um I really thought it was Monday. Uh, he even though and it wasn't an international friendly. This game had basically nothing um to go, nothing going on. 2 minutes after coming onto the pitch and he was named captain by the way. Fitting. They brought him on at halftime. 2 minutes into him getting on the pitch, he scored a goal.
0: Well, hell yeah.
1: So Christian Erickson is my true champ of the week. What you got?
2: My champ of the week is also the U.S. men's national team. Uh, I feel like we've said enough about it already. Uh, just good to be back where we should be and competing on competing on the world stage. So uh, good, good to see us, us back. 2018 sucked.
0: Yeah. My chump of the week. This one's bad. Uh Uh-oh.
1: This one's really bad. This this also comes from soccer. The fans of the Senegal men's national football team.
2: I forgot about this. Even though you just mentioned it a couple minutes ago.
1: They played Europe on Tuesday. No, Egypt on Tuesday. Yes, they played Europe. Yes, Austin. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They played Egypt on Tuesday in a qualifier. Game that did knock out Egypt.
0: Boo. Here are some of the things that happened. And the game did go to penalty kicks. And it just
1: wasn't even just during penalty kicks. It was actually throughout pretty much the entire second half. Anytime Egypt was setting up for set pieces. Fans in the stands, Senegal, Senegal fans in the stands had brought hundreds of laser pointers.
2: I mean, it, it it was a lot. I mean, the, the pictures of all the lasers that are pointing at the the faces of the Egyptian players.
1: Comical, not comical bad. It was bad. It,
2: it's,
0: it's ridiculous. It is very ridiculous. What? The fact that more than one did it.
1: Yeah. R- Bright green laser pointers. Lasers. Um. They then, once the game gets into penalty kicks, Mo Salah lines up for his, has, and you can see the image on the internet has a just huge green blob of light on his face and in his eyes. Mm-hmm. He mailed this kick into the 800th row.
2: As one probably would when they were being blinded.
1: Yeah. We flip over. Sadio Mane is taking his kick for a Senegal. Egypt's goalkeeper Is then blinded. Great, Sadio Mane scores his. The Egyptian keeper had no chance at that point.
0: Yeah, none. And that's it. Senegal and Egypt out.
1: Few other things. Apparently the fans were accused of attacking the team bus by the Egyptian Football Association.
0: I mean
2: why why not? And when you're trying to when you're trying to display how shitty you are, you might as well.
1: Report after after the game, objects were thrown at Mosala from the stands. At Mohamed Salah from the stands. That's gross. So, fans of the Senegal men's national soccer team, y'all are A. First off, you are... Loser. And you are... And... This
2: dude is the epitome of a disgrace.
1: Stephen A. Smith said it right.
0: Okay. Okay. So, my chump of the week is a little less serious, but it's just how badly this team fucked up <laughs> this
2: paint ski <laughs> so <clears throat> NASCAR every season uh for the past few has ran a throwback weekend at uh, Darlington okay they uh they put some older paint schemes on the cars, is usually pretty cool. Well, this year with the new number placement, uh, they're still, they're keeping that number placement for, for the throwback weekend. And the number placement d- doesn't bother me because of it being slid up front. But the fact that they could have slid it back just a few inches more and made this paint scheme. All right. <clears throat> I'm going to send you this. Okay. <laughs> you can put it up on the
0: screen. It is hilariously bad. This is Brad Kozlowski's uh throwback to Mark Martin. <laughs> the number is supposed to go in the blue bit. Oof. It's not that hard. Oof. Hold please.
2: Uh... (laughs) I'm interested to see just how many teams struggle with this. It's like and the the thing is, is that they're not, it's not confined to that space. They could eat they could slide it back.
3: Wow.
1: That's like
2: uh, track house racing's numbers are pretty much in that same position.
1: We'll hit remove on that. Wow, <laughs> wow,
2: <laughs> that's all I got on that. Wow, hey,
0: uh, oops, they they goofed up a little bit. <laughs> the number can be there. It's, it's what, what, did, why can't
2: you put it there? There's not a sponsor there. Just put it in the blue, in the blue oval, please. And just
1: the, yeah, now we just have <clears> a big blank spot.
2: Do, uh, can I find...
1: Time for one quickly? for the road.
2: I think it is, because I don't think... I'm scrolling through Twitter a little bit here. No, I can't find it. Let's move on.
1: <clears throat> one for the road, and then we can get out of here. Yes. Jordan, you want to go with yours?
2: My one for the road... Uh, at least according to this plan We'll be doing a watch party stream For one of the two days here. That is Wrestlemania Saturday and Sunday Saturday is going to be A time Sunday is going to be Probably an even greater time It's, it's it, Wrestlemania is always a good time We're going to see some, some cool stuff I swear to
0: God. Lost you, Jordan. <laughs> yeah, hello? I'm back. Oh, cool. Discord broke for
2: a second. Cool. <clears throat> no, I swear if we see Shane McMahon. Um, I, I do not want to hear... Here comes the money <laughs> on Saturday night
1: against Seth Rollins.
2: Uh just just give me just give me Cody Rhodes. That's all that's all I want. And as much as I like uh Brock Lesnar in his uh in his current current character, I think he's got to lose.
1: Unfortunately.
2: RIP to Brock. But that's what I got.
1: My one for the road I've talked about it a little bit already. And it's been, it honestly fits the theme of me for the entire show. Because I'm really only here for one thing today. <laughs> I've been here for one sole thing.
0: Tomorrow at 12 p.m. Eastern time the final draw world cup final draw that's it
2: that's it see we'll see, see
1: see who's, who's playing going each
2: other
1: <clears throat> yep see who's in each group uh as i said on my twitch channel i will be live tomorrow at least the plan is for me to be live tomorrow for this um and then we will also have that on the House Divided YouTube channel shortly after and up on Spotify as a House Divided short. Uh Jordan, you're probably gonna be in West Branch, so you won't be able to be around to help to do that with me.
2: Uh yeah, I'll either be in a car or in West Branch. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but that's it for me. All right. That being
0: said, well let's get out of here. We're out of here. <clears throat> um
1: Any final thoughts for him before I do the outro?
2: Oh, let's see. What? Next week we got uh, MLB preview.
1: Uh, Caleb apparently is working on the 6th, by the way. I just saw that in Twitch chat.
2: Shit. We
1: can can try and figure something out.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess, is there really a harm in doing it uh, a couple days after opening day, if that's what works better?
1: no i would say we could either maybe do it the fifth if he's available the fifth or a few days after opening day
2: yeah i mean yeah any anything like that will do it doesn't have to be wednesday yeah i mean there what i think there's two games on thursday and then the eighth is like true opening day yeah so yeah i mean we can we can figure out a date that works yeah uh then what? Two NFL, weeks from now. NFL two weeks off-season from
1: now stuff.
2: Yep, NFL offseason preview that we started, but then uh my power died. <laughs> so that was fun. So we'll actually get that and complete that. Uh other than that,
0: fuck Dan Snyder.
1: Fuck Dan Snyder. One nation, one team. So Until next week, thank you for making us a part of your Thursday evening. However you may be watching and or listening. Wherever you may be watching and or listening from. Until then, peace out.
0: Stay classy. See ya. Eaton County Parks Commissioner.